Black Compass, Black Compass Media back live with another one. Shout out to everybody that's out there right now. Everybody's going to hear this tone, bro, checking in on behalf of the entire society. Make sure you in tune with what we got going on up here at Black Compass Media. This is a channel dedicated to battle rap content, hip hop, culture, life, these types of things. You know what I'm saying? I want to give a big, big, another big rest in peace to PNB Rock. Shout out to Pat Stay. Definitely still thinking about both of y'all brothers and everything like that. Make sure you are subscribed. Hit us up at Black Compass BCM on Twitter and things like that. So let's get down to brass tacks. Let's get down to what we here for. All right. We getting we 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 back. We working with people. We interviewing people that's working. We working with the people that's moving. That's making a name for themselves. That's trying to get the attention of the people. And maybe some people might be in tune, but still, it's still that little air of mystery. So what we like to do is we like to get the artists up here that's working. That y'all might have seen the algorithms. Y'all might have seen making a buzz but not quite sure where they coming from and things like that. So that's how we do it up here, all right? Now, this next person I got up here is representing that Florida. Shout out to the whole SEC. I think, uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, shout out to you know, the hurricanes and things like that. Um, I can't say enough about the region, man. Florida is definitely one of my favorite regions when it comes to hip-hop in general. All the different influences, man. You got the Haitian influence, like you got the uh, the, the Cuban, the Caribbean influence as well, man. It's just different when you listen to some of the music that's coming out of there, right? But the person that we have coming up here is representing, man, from a, a battle rap standpoint, real MC standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Bars, aggression, all of that, and heavy potential with only 16 battles, I think 16, 17 battles in. But without further ado, man, you might have seen her on on uh, Dade County Elite, which we're going to break that down. You might have seen her on the, on We Go Hard bullpen as well. And she is the newest signee to Red Breed Entertainment. You know what I mean? So without further ado, we have La G. What up, girl? What's good? I'm all right. Life is good. Life is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, big, right big smile. Like, yeah. Look at that. Okay, okay, that's different. Now, let's do this. I'm going to start this off how I start off every single one of these, all right? How okay. is La G doing? Talk to me. La G, La G is great right now. Everything is uh, falling into place. You know, La G been working hard. So for things to be moving um, along the lines that I expect to, for, you know, certain goals that I set to be reached at this point, I'm great. Mm, okay certain goals is getting reached you reaching different milestones and stuff like that and you able now to talk your talk because we, we got to get the, the the origins we got to get the story you know what i'm saying i'm a battle rap fan that likes the stories i like to i like to know i like to know what what people is on now here's what i'm gonna say for the chat i understand she's an attractive young lady we gonna relax in the chat all right i see i already see what we doing in here? All right. So everybody relax. You know what I mean? See, this is a shout to Crystal. Okay. This is what I we're going to do. I want my big shirt today yeah. too. Yeah. Like, but you know, it's battle rap. So welcome. Um, Shout out to everybody. But, but let's, let's start off here because I want to, I want to start off from where things began. Miami is, is a different monster in general. When I talk to people like Don Marino, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big Kodak black fan, trick daddy. We grew up on that. You know what I'm saying? And, it's his own thing entirely. I, I I need to know how how it was for you growing up in Florida, what section you probably, you know what I'm saying, came from, things like that. Like, you know, what was you around, kind of the surroundings and shit like that? Like, how was it, you know, growing up in Florida? Um, 
I would say Miami is a little bit different from all the other parts of Florida. If you ask anybody in Miami, they're going to be like Miami, their own state, right? Yeah. Yo, what is Miami that about? Break this Florida. down. Please break this down. Yeah, please break this down because everyone says that. Yeah. It, no, it's just like Miami is just so different. Like you can go to any parts of Florida and just get the vibe of Florida. Like you could be like you, you can go to Jacksonville or Tallahassee and be like, oh, they from Florida. If you go to Miami, it is gonna be like they from Miami. They're not gonna say you from Florida. <laughs> They're gonna say you from Miami, right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> so it it and right now, if you go there right now, it's totally different from you know my my upbringing. You know, okay. it's totally different. Cause my Miami has changed so much. Like the culture is different. You got so many different um ethnicities in in Miami right now. You know, so it's totally different from when I grew up. So mm. I'm talking about from a, from when I was there, when I lived there, when I was. You're not about to make it seem like you grew up in Miami you know? <laughs> in 1967. Like relax, like that. Was, no, no, no. I'm B. just saying. I'm just saying it's just different now. If you go to Miami and like parts of Miami where I grew up at or where I used to, um, you know, play around, it looks different. Like even in my neighborhood where I went to school, they, it, it was Kara City. Now they changed it to Miami Gardens. They trying to, even though Miami Gardens is still crazy, but you know, <laughs> they trying to, they tried to make it, you know, all beautiful with the palm trees and all stuff like that or whatever. So. You know, different parts of Miami is a little bit different from when I grew up. But my upbringing, I was in Opelika. You know, mm. I went to Kara City. Um, <laughs> you know, it was some tough times. I stayed in the city for a little bit. Uh, but for my, for the most part, I grew up in Opelika. You know, with in, in, in my neighborhood, we was actually uh, one of the better neighborhoods because we was actually like a family. So, mm. you know, we didn't have all that crazy stuff going on, even though we did. But it was with outside my neighborhood. In my neighborhood we was actually like a family and nobody couldn't come into our neighborhood. And, you know, right. even though we fought, we was kind of like a family where yeah. other neighborhoods could get, get kind of crazy, you know? Okay. So okay. in my, in my neighborhood we was actually like a family, you know, did the little kid thing, played around, you know, stuff that these kids nowadays probably don't know. Playing oh football. yeah. Freeze. We <laughs> played freeze tag and manhunt. You <laughs> was playing manhunt back in them days. Hide and seek. You know, so, you know, some of those things. So I, I would say, you know, for, for the most part, uh, I was probably like in a better part when you want to consider the neighborhood itself. Um, I actually, you know, was in a better part of the neighborhood, even though we seen everything that everybody else seen, it was kind of like out the outskirts of my neighborhood. So that was right. good. But it was still rough at the end of the day because, you know, you, when you from the hood, it's rough. <laughs> no, no, no matter what. You Absolutely. Know, no matter if y'all consider yourself a family or not, it, you know, when you from the hood, it's rough regardless of the fact. So, you know, it still was kind of rough, but, you know. Now, and, and so, and so yeah, Miami Miami definitely got its rough spot, which is weird because it's so beautiful out there. And me and my up north mind, I can't imagine even being angry out here. It's January and 75 degrees. What am I mad at? I can't even be, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I see why so many people up north fly down there. But let's, yeah. let's, so then let's get into it because, okay, so, so normal upbringing, middle class, you know, things like that, like. You know, it was stuff going on outside, but you managed to stay grounded. Now, this music, this this hip hop thing, this hip hop thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I mentioned some artists, man. I remember where I was at when that 
that that trick daddy that 1999 that that one what it was 1-800 thug or whatever the case might have been we had the website on it yeah i remember that yeah. yeah what were you listening to what were your influences like what type of music were you gravitating toward as well um well tupac was uh tupac was definitely one of the ones like mm. you know for the for the, the generation that I was part of uh, I, in my upbringing, but Trick Daddy is the man of Miami. Even talk to that. this day, talk <laughs> it, talk it. I got you. Do even, it. Listen, even to this day, um, if you want to compare uh, Trick Daddy to anybody, Miami people gonna stand behind Trick Daddy a hundred percent. You know, right? And everybody gonna be like, y'all crazy, y'all this and y'all that. But Trick Daddy, you know, you know. You know, went through so many different avenues that people at, at that time did not go through. Like who and who was saying you don't know that nigga at, at that time? Like <laughs> that song changed my life. You hear me? First of all, uh, I went through. I, I was like, with the way Trina was talking on that track, I was right in that age. You know that. Uh, we, you know that term they use back. You know, older people, manish. I was fresh. Yeah. That was right in my freshness. Is when Trina came out with that verse and mm-hmm. tricked the way he was talking to it was so crazy. But so that mm-hmm. that music you kind of connected with that you resonated. Yeah, with that. yeah. And then to this day, you you still got people say, "I'm gonna let the band deal with this." We got <laughs> you have all the bands still play this to this right. day. Okay, so if you want to ask anybody, they they'll put Trick Daddy against anybody in the verses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, shout the yeah. trick. Um, so so then so you were listening to the music and stuff like that. And I assume you went to high school and stuff out there. I need to mm-hmm. know the rapping origin story. You know, that's what I'm here for. What was the moment? Where was the where was the spark? Were you already writing music? Were you, you know what I'm saying, sort of musically inclined, or did you kind of just start off with the battle? No, I I started off with music, so definitely music <laughs> first. Um, but back when I was growing up. I was lying to myself. So <laughs> <laughs> weren't we all? Go ahead. Yeah. So um I was uh writing music, but it was R and B, you know, acting like I could sing and stuff like that. I can't sing Wait a okay? minute, wait a second. <laughs> okay, the plot thickens. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I used to write. I used to write R and B songs, you know. Mm-hmm. I was you know, nine, ten, eleven, writing RB songs. And mm-hmm. I used to be like we used to walk around our neighborhood, me and the other girls, my friends and stuff like that. We used to walk around our neighborhood singing these songs that I wrote. It sounded horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't tell us nothing back then. Right, but, right. That was so, a three LW era. Like y'all was on y'all. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, promises, promises. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Listen, that's when you had the little radio where you can record. It used to be had a little mic and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't tell us nothing back then. So I was trying to write for yeah. R&B, acting like I could sing. So when right. I actually transitioned and like got it in my head, like I really can't sing. So let me just rock because I could do that battle. Right, um, right. I was like, I want to say in high school, you mm. know. So right. I, I was already into writing because I love to write. You know, like I said, I was doing the um, songs for the R and B, and then I used to write little short stories, poetry, and stuff like that. So I love to write. 
Um, yeah. And I just kind of transitioned into what better suits me when I finally said, oh, you can't sing, but I like music, so let me do the rap. Mm. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like, nah, I'm gonna get let me get to these bars now. <laughs> yes, Listen, man. Like, so 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 now, okay, not only, you know, being down in Miami that has a scene already, right? And, you know, being a lady in the in the field. So, you know, the early projects and stuff like that. Like what sound, what type of sound were you going for? Like, you know, what was the style stylistically, what were you trying to do? Or was it just kind of playing around or you know what I mean? Like what what like, yeah. how did how were you trying to approach it? When I first got into rap, it was just kind of like playing around, trying to see what fits me because I, you couldn't tell me I couldn't do anything. You know, I can write any beat. I can sound however I want to sound, you know? Mm. So it really was kind of playing around with what actually fits me. And to be honest, just recently is, you know, the past couple of years, maybe three, four years is where I actually found my real pocket. Cause mm. I used to be like, like rapping but kind of like that slow vibe rapping and then uh, i kind of speed it up a little bit but it still wasn't like that like i was like something missing so just in the yeah. last like three four years is where i actually found my pocket to where i say yeah this is me right you know so it really was kind of like just dibbling dabbling you know right to this beat that beat I, i'll write to any kind of beat mm. now whether it sounds good or not <laughs> <laughs> so i feel yeah. like i can write to anything but uh -huh. doesn't sound good for my voice you know because i yeah. I could be a ghostwriter to be honest with you but it doesn't sound good for my voice or somebody else's voice that's the difference so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so all right so so then you start you making the music and everything like that like did, did people did you because some people are very shy about their like thing, you know what I mean? They keep it to themselves. And then one day your man just come through with like three mixtapes. It's like, yo, you wasn't going to tell us you rap. But like, what was the early reception? Because, you know, a lot of people early on would use the battle rap thing to get the music out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So was that your initial goal is like, all right, well, I can also do this battle rap thing. So whatever. And then when did people really start to, the people were people receptive to your music as well? Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, I, I would say yes, because of the people that I was around. Mm. And, you know, when you're around a certain amount of people, certain groups of people, and even if they don't like it, they probably will tell you they do. Which mm. I don't know if they do or don't. I just right. know they said what they said, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I actually did use Battle Rap to say, hey, okay maybe I can get into this and also push my music as well. So I definitely did okay. that. But that wasn't until I got into battle rap, which is four years ago. So mm. I know nothing about battle rap. You didn't know anything. You were green. Okay. All right. Completely <laughs> <Nothing>. green. <laughs> I knew absolutely nothing about battle rap until mm. four years ago when I did this little freestyle to like a Rick Ross beat and somebody what added beat? me to what beat come on <laughs> tell the people yeah i'm about to look it up live g hustling yeah what, what it, it was um the color money mm. but it was just like a, it was just like the video i ain't posted on nothing it just did a quick little video and posted it on facebook and stuff like that so somebody seen it and put me in a battle rap room they was like oh i think you should you know try this out 
Right. So I didn't know what was going on. So of course I had to like literally binge watch for like three, four days all okay. what was okay. going on with that around over the years. <laughs> yeah. So what was what was the battles or what were the core battles that was like, oh no, nah, I could do this? Like what it was there any standout battle that made you you know what I'm saying? Um, well the very first battle that I watched was Charlie Clips and Tay Rock, the oh first one. Yeah, that was the very first one. Cause of course, when you YouTubing battle rap, you're not gonna get it in order. <laughs> so <laughs> you just YouTube battle rap, and uh-huh. it's just like all over the place. So I just clicked on one. I was like, okay, th- this look like it might be good. <laughs> so Charlie Clips and Tay Rock was the first battle that I ever watched. And, and what was what was your was it the initial impression? I'm gonna be honest. I'm not an MC. When I watched that, I said, oh. No, this is barbaric right here. Like you got Tiana Taylor there, Mickey Fax, Charlie Clips going crazy. I like Tay Rock, but God damn, he's whoo, he's kind of walking them right now. But what was what was your perception as an MC when you saw that? Oh, uh, I was like, this this look good, but I don't know if I can do it because I don't <laughs> want nobody screaming in my face. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it real. I'm like, they were entirely too close talking about each other's parents. <laughs> that's right. what I'm saying. Like, what? And then Charlie Clips with the jokes and stuff like that, right? And that's one, that's like one of my pet peeves. Like, I don't like people joking on me because I feel like um, it embarrasses me and I don't like being embarrassed. So and he's mm. joking and all this kind of stuff or whatever. I was like, wait a minute, this is what they do. I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Wait yeah. a so so then so okay so you watch the clips battle i'm sure you're doing the the youtube digging and stuff like that and getting a feel for the culture and it was like okay you know what this is something i might could maybe you know what i'm saying like do but then where's the moment then of like like was it yo la g they said they got bars over there you know what i'm saying i know you got bars girl we gotta go handle some business like what was the origin story Did they call you over to the lunch table what happened well, the moment was like in a group that I was in at the time. Um, they said that I couldn't do it, like because they used to have these little things where you do like a fifteen second diss to somebody, like calling somebody out, right? Thirty seconds yeah. or whatever. They yeah. used to do that, and so when I put mine out, they like pretty much the whole group like, oh, who is this? Oh, she can't do that. Like mm. this person is better than her, so. It was only one person, like at the time, um, and Mike, Mike the gatekeeper. He was the only one at the time that was like, "Oh, y'all gotta listen to what she's saying." You know, she can, act, she actually have potential. Like, she actually could be one of the ones. So it was that mm. one person that you know was behind me, but everybody else was like, "Oh, nah, she trash. Oh, she can't do this." And when people say, oh, "I can't do something," I'm approved. That's what you gonna do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I was like, I, I don't know about this, but since y'all say I can't do it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how it came about. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. So, so, um, so then, so then it's like, all right, I'm gonna step up to the plate. And now, you know, by that time, sort of battle rap kind of had its, you know, we it's been established now, right? You had your your stars, you had your your people that that was on top, just doing their thing, and now, so your first battle. Right. The first battle that is kind of listed here is you versus Yayo on Battle Camp. I would like to know how that got put together. Did you just go up there? 
was the email, Facebook post. You like, yo, I want to want to get down. And then you made the change over to Day County Elite and kind of stayed there. So what were the early contexts that you had to in order to make that transition? Well, for my battle with Yayo, I was already comfortable because mm. I had um, three battles before him. Oh, okay. So, they just didn't hit the. They didn't hit the camp. Yeah. So I had okay. two. I had two battles in one weekend. My first and second battle were both in one weekend. One was Friday. One was Sunday. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You starting off crazy, bugging out. Okay. <laughs> right. So my first, my very first battle, which was on a Friday, was Dade County Elite, and I battled this uh, guy named Easy Mac. So I like went so crazy. The building was going crazy. Everybody was on stage grabbing my shirt and all kind of stuff. It was like shirt was wrinkled, collar stretched out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle rap. Yeah. It was uh-huh. like the the best experience for my first battle, and I'm like, so I, I proved y'all wrong. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> and so then my second battle, the same weekend on the Sunday was uh was actually a sparring session. So you know, Queen of the Ring had teamed up with at the time they was called Moar. So he teamed up with them. They came down to Miami, did a you know sparring session and stuff like that. So that was my uh second battle. You know, the same weekend and the it that battle never dropped because. The girl like choked all three rounds. She literally only got like two lines out all three rounds. Mm. And so, you know, it was just it just looked it so bad that they never dropped it at the sparring session on the channel. So yeah. Yeah. So by the time I got the yeah, yo, I was already comfortable. I was like, I already done proved y'all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And and it's like, it's like you battle, you battle Yayo, you do well. And then mm-hmm. the transition over to Dade County. You know what I'm saying? Dade County Elite. And now it's like, because I always think of it as the, the small leagues or colleges, you know what I'm saying? Before you sign to the major, you go, maybe some people may do one college for two years, transfer, do another college for a couple of years. But Dade County, that kind of seemed like that. That's where the Lodgy style, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where you sort of develop that style. No longer just, yo, can she rap? We know she can rap, but now it's competitive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see you match it with somebody like Robin Rhymes. It's like, well, now we in the mix. You know what I'm saying? But before that, you were battling guys. Was the decision to battle guys that I got to get my sword sharper and this is the best way to do it? Like, what what went into that? Well, I actually prefer battling guys. So it kind of, like, aligned with what I prefer because, you know, with me being so new and being in Florida, because I will always say – Florida is like the underdog of the whole state, you know. You know, Florida, you know, is not really known for battle rap. You mm. know, if you want to talk about battle rap, Florida is gonna be the last state you mentioned, you know, for the most part. So, you know, with me needing somebody to actually battle and not having so many females in Florida, mm. like me battling males is it, it pretty much will what was all there that, right. that was my my only option really but it actually aligned with what i like because you know once i got when i got into this and i first my first look at um battle rap was the male side me mm. binge watching all the males and then after that i went into the you know queen of the ring side mm. and i'm like i don't really care for what they talking you, about it, was it a skip it was a, it was a content <laughs> thing right yeah it was, it was like what 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 was it about the con? Because back early Queen of the Ring was your mama stank pussy. 
You you don't got your exactly. kids. Like so that that's all what it was. <laughs> yes, because that's not me. Listen, I, I am hood to the core. Like I'm one of the most hoodest women <laughs> that you will ever. Be. Oh yeah, we give you like, ice. Talk your talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I played football growing up. You know, I mm. was on the Optimus team. I was wide receiver. You know, right. and sometimes I played linebacker. You know, so I'm <laughs> really hood to the core. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for me to be watching the females and they talk about, you know, stank pussy and who this person or that person sleeping with and all kind of stuff, that didn't attract me because I'm like, I don't care. I don't mm. care how she smells and I don't care who she's sleeping with. So I kind of gravitated to the men, which it, it was easy because that's what I do for the most part anyway. Like my surroundings be more men than anything just because, right. you know, I, I'm i literally like one of the guys, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's easy to gravitate towards men than it is females just because of their aura and stuff like that. So, you know, it just was easy to, you know, say, okay, let me battle a guy because they're going to talk about what yeah. I like to talk about. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know what's you know what is interesting? You know what's very interesting to me? And shout out to the chat because we're gonna get to some of the battles. I, I seen somebody ask, what are the signature battles to go to watch? I'm getting there. I want you guys to learn about who she is before we get there. But the interesting thing about your journey is very it reminds me of flames and it reminds me of official, right? They was outside battling niggas, like, and they was ready to go. You know what I mean? It was it was about more than just the superficial stuff that people assign to women. I really want to get in here and knock these dudes out. And I'll be damned if they, both of them have, have melted dudes in that ring. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting that you had a fresh perspective and you came in there and said, I want to battle these dudes. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm going to say this right now. The battle that really was, see, I'm a early, like who's coming next. Like who's that person? Who's going to be that next person. Right? So I always try to look for who's working and who's doing their thing. But when you battle C3, that was, okay, she's here. She's on the radar. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Walk us through the C3 battle because one, like C3 is one of my favorite, like, lyrically of men and women. You know what I'm saying? Like, what she can put together, her approach, she has a spoken word background, very different and very difficult to beat. So when you get to somebody like C3, does that represent a type of pressure for you? Or was that like a yo, this is my graduation right now. It's time to show out. Like, like, how did that even get set up for you? Uh, I would say normally, like, somebody at C3's peer would be pressure. But mm. I was mad at the time. What you because... mad at? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was preparing for three battles at the same time. So I had mm. her, LS, and Finney. So I was pre- preparing for all three of them at the same time. I had LS first. Mm. Um, so... In the LS battle, um, uh, of course, it didn't go as expected. Like, I felt like the crowd was biased. I felt like C3 was in the background, and she already knew her lines. And I was, like, scoping out all this stuff. Like, really? <laughs> That's what I do and stuff like that. So you got introduced to that like, petroleum. They gave you that petroleum. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, an I oil spill in I there. I know I'm out of state, but what's up? Y'all ain't fucking with me? You know, uh-huh. that's how I feel. Yeah. And so uh, the only person I had there was my sister, and she recorded it. So I go back and watch, and I see C3, and it looked like she actually, like, reciting the same lines that LS is citing at the same time. So I'm like, oh. so C3, oh. 
You like, oh, okay. I gotta talk to her now. That was that. That was the angle, huh? Because I was going crazy, I was like talking all this shit. So I was like, "Oh, y'all literally!" And then at the time, LS had her ghostwriter allegations too already. Right, right. I remember so that. So I was like, "So see through help." Oh, oh, so you finna get this fresh? <laughs> you gotta be. <laughs> you finna get this work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So going into that matter, I was mad. I was like, "Oh, since you write for somebody." Acting like, oh, you not supposed to write for me too. You helping LS write and you got to write for me. Oh, you finna get this work. Right. So going right. into that battle, I was heated. I was like, oh, she's finna get all this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, you was on, you was, so you was on BS I was in that focused. one. I was focused on that one. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And I was home. I was like, you finna, yeah, you finna see how I feel. You brought all the petroleum, <laughs> like come through. You, you know, what I'm you know it's interesting because as a new battler, that's real, right? You battling at the crib. You know, everybody's like, yo, we just want to see you do well. It's happy. Here's a blunt. You know, you go out of town and they got them arms folded. <laughs> And you're like, I know that last three lines was fire. What we doing? Oh, like, I know I'm saying something. And then you get back home, and it's like, nah, bring the petroleum. Bring it. I need the gas. I was like, everybody need to be there. All y'all better be, listen. Yeah. Don't seem biased reacting to something, but all y'all better scream. C C three is a challenge, and then you battle Fendi, who I I really have a lot of respect for. I think is serially underrated. But these are the type of battles to where they really could test your metal if you are a younger MC, you know, male or female. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it messed up. But what did you learn from those two battles that you kind of carry forward? Like like how did those two battles kind of shape your career? Um. Well, with Fendi. It was it was kind of different because I was actually in Canada, so I'm like I'm don't know how this gonna go, you know, right. KOTB GZs, and I was like I don't even know if I can like fit into this crowd, like if my bars actually resonate with the crowd, you know. So mm. that was the things that was going through my mind. So after actually spitting my you know spit my raps and they actually rock with me, they actually was reacting it you know, to the bars that I felt like they should be re- reacting to and stuff like that. Mm. I was like, I can do this anywhere. Mm. That's what I learned from this battle. I can go anywhere. Where right. Right. You know, whether y'all, whether I'm going to feel like y'all biased or not, I can go anywhere. Rap. Mm. And then I'm going to rap for the, like, I'm going to structure my bars to rap for the crowd, but for mostly for the camera. Especially when you go, you know, out your comfort zone. You know, it's more for the camera per se, but you still got to entertain the crowd too. So with that is, you know, I learned like, okay, you got to do both. You got to find that your middle ground in doing both to, mm. you know, entertain the crowd, but also rap for the camera. So you can win on both. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and that, and that's the key to it. And, you know, you said something that's like, it's simple, but it's powerful because a lot of MCs don't leave the comfort of their own tri-state area until much later. And then they find out I'm not as hot as I thought I was like, oh, you know what I mean? So it's a good learning experience. And I feel like all this sort of culminates to, you know, we got the We Go Hard battle, right? 
And then and then now it's like bullpen, but there's buzz that's happening. And then RBE, brick by brick. Yeah. Now, now shout out to Lawrence, shout out to Wing, big mentor for, for what I do, help to shape the foundation of what I what I am as an analyst and things like that. But I know them. I need to know that call. Was it Lawrence? Hey, Laji, senior battles. Really enjoyed them. Want to see if uh, you might want to consider, you know, Lawrence is very respectful. What was the, you know, what, what got you on that radar and what actually made you choose that path? Because I think at the time, I feel like you were a hot commodity, still are. And it was like, she could be queen of the ring. She could go KOTD. You know what I mean? There's many different avenues. So what made you choose RBE and what was that phone call, that process like? Um, Well, it was Wing that hit me up, you know, for the battle. Hmm. Um, And I honestly didn't think that it was going to happen because, you know, my league owner, Shake from DCBO, he would, listen, every time we did they little live and anytime he possibly could, he'll be in her inbox yeah. saying that he need to hit me up. She need to hit me up to get me on RBE. I need to do a 1SK, right? So mm. Mm. any chance he got, he would tell her, that she needed to hit me up. So finally she hit me up. Um, but I, I I'm guessing that you know who she wanted me to battle didn't work out because she never hit me back. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you finally hit me up, you don't hit me back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, come on, Wayne. Don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> so so, but me, I'm, you know, I'm just a, pa- I'm a patient person. And if it's meant for me to be there, I just feel like I'm beat up. So, you know, eventually she called, um, hit me back. And, you know, she said that she wanted me to buy the peaches. And I was like, let's do it. Right. So I just felt like um, the reason why I did the RBE, even though, you know, going on bullpen was actually, you know, one of the, you know, better experiences for me. So I actually like bullpen. It's a little, you know, John, John and, you know, his team on them. Um, But, (laughs) but the reason, the the main reason why is because, uh, you know, Shake was always like, oh, you need to get on RB. You need to do this one SK. You need to do this. I was like, all right. You know, so when we hit me up, I was like, well, this is my opportunity to do it, you know, because, they they up here mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me get let me get on this league and see what i can do you know what i'm saying right. and so when i actually got into the process it was just it just felt like home like mm-hmm. i hadn't even about it yet and it just felt like that's where i should be you know because it 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 it, it feels like a family mm. you know more it feels like they actually support you it felt like you know, they actually behind you 100% and you're not just another battler that's over here trying to battle. So even before I went to Atlanta and got into the process and, you know, how they, you know, talk to you, the conversations that you have, it just was like, okay, yeah, this is where I need to be. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important. I think comfort level is important for every MC, regardless of what path you choose. And I've been a big supporter of both leagues, you know, all both all the leagues, but you know, the main, the big three, the KOTDs, URL and RBE since their inception. So, you know, it's important to me now knowing the things that I know about how their systems work. You one size does not fit all the, the URL route is not for everybody. The RBE route is not for everybody. Neither is the KOTD. You have to figure Mm -hmm. out what makes sense for you, but you was like, all right, now 
they building something over here and I get the opportunity to go in there and shine. But now you in there with people yeah. from across the country. That's fire, <laughs> right? If this is college, you in there now with a bunch of All-Americans. And then what was going through your head when Peaches doesn't show up and Caution is now the replacement there? And you got to go up there and you got to perform. Because I was there and I remember being nervous for you. So what what was that like? Because shout out to Peaches, but she wasn't able to make it. So what's yeah. up? She said it was three hours prep. Let's talk about it it was three hours prep. I was so nervous. Okay. This is the, the nervousest I ever been for a battle. I was mm-hmm. so nervous. So when we hit me up that morning and said Peaches couldn't make it, and she was like, This is what I want you to think about. <laughs> you don't have to do it, but this is what I want you to think about because I want you to get that opportunity. Like you can do this with caution, you know, just make it three minutes. You know, you know, restructure some things, rewrite some things, and mm-hmm. if you can do it, it's a go. So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna hit you back and see." <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But I'm like, I don't want to pass up this opportunity because mm. how long I've been waiting? Like I said, she hit me up before, and it didn't work out, and then, you know, I had to wait again, and then now I'm here. So yeah. it's like, how long I've been waiting to get this opportunity? Do I really want to pass up this opportunity? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> if it don't work, I tried it anyway. I ain't going to go home and say, I should have tried it, you know? Right, so, right. you know, I rewrote, I literally had to rewrite like two and a half minutes of morale because I'm I'm more of a direct person when exactly. I um, yeah. rap. You know, so a lot of my stuff was peach this, peaches that, you know, peaches all over the place. Yeah, so I was like, I don't want to go there like rapping peaches and I'm talking to caution. <laughs> so <laughs> I literally had to write like two and a half minutes completely over in three hours. And so I'm always that type of person. I tell you, I got a terrible memory. I don't know if I'm gonna remember this. So mm. that's what was going through my head the whole time. Like, am I gonna remember this when I get on stage? <laughs> yeah, and, and, it, and it turned out to be a great battle. And I think stories like that resonate with aspiring rappers. Like, look at the amount of work that has to go into doing this. This is a professional right here. And look at the trials and tribulations you had to go through. I talk to new artists all the time. Like, I'm like, well, why you didn't make your battle? Oh, I don't know, man. I didn't want to drive over there. It's like. But look at you, you went over there, your opponent doesn't show up and you write, you have to rewrite two and a half minutes of material. We're not trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So it just puts it all in in the perspective. The caution battle turned out to be very, very dope. You know what I'm saying? And and then and then you got that match. Then you that next one, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I was there. I was there at that one because the caution match, okay, cool. We got that together. But that next matchup, that next matchup was one of the, the, yeah, she was trying to talk to you. Let's let's talk about that. Because that was the, after that is when you got the official word, right? But Mm -hmm. going into that battle, did you feel even more pressure? Because now we further along in the process. We kind of familiar with what you do. So what were you trying to go out there and prove with that battle? Yeah. So it was like 50-50 for me because I was like, okay, in three hours prep, mm. they actually was rocking with me. They actually like vibe with what I was saying. And that was only three hours prep. So imagine what I can do, you know, with a month or two months or, you know, however much time that I had. Imagine what I can do with that, you know. Mm. But on the flip side, it's like 
you know, they probably expected more. He was like, we we expect you to do a whole lot better than what you did <laughs> because you got a whole lot more time. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, so and, and Tato like, was not playing. She wasn't, she was not playing with you at all. So. Right, right. So it was like, okay, I, I got to go out here and show out because I can't go out here and play around in, in with all this time. They were like, well, why you 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 did better than this in the three hours better you had way more time than this so i was like i gotta go out here and show out and then it's where i want to be you gotta put in the work for where you want to be right mm-hmm. so if this is where i want to be i gotta make sure i put in that work so i was like i'm not finna go play around because this is where i want to be right so. right and the battle turned out dope and and now you being on the rb roster is like okay we in the game now I need to, I'm petty. I need to know the hit list. Who needs to have a conversation with LaG? We could pick people from the roster, from the, the, you know, the other, you know, the RB guys who've been around. Like, who do you need to have a conversation with? What's up? Talk to me. Well, it's, it's a couple of people on the roster that's going to uh, get the work down the line. But we want to talk about outside the roster first. Okay. Um, like, you know, I always put uh, Jada Ray on the list. Hold up, La. I like Jada Ray. I like Jada Ray. You, but okay. So, so Jada Ray's on the list. I like. like, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She listen. She always the first person I'm gonna say because for the moment, been trying to get this for the longest, and it just you know it it just never fell in place. You know, so she's always gonna be number one on the list. Like they want, I for the moment want to see this. We need to make it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Feel, you know, not stressing it or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. so you know, if you gonna ask me, I'm gonna put her on the list because of that. Okay. Um, but you know, outside of that, if you want to, you know, talk about you know, above the you know food chain, uh, of course, official, you know. And they they was you know Florida was actually trying to set that up at one time. It just um you know my schedule didn't work out, so you know she got to get that word too. Wait, hold on, 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 hold on. I'm getting old. My hair's turning gray. Did you just say official? Like official. The queen, the queen of the the the, the whole southern the 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 legend yep. the, from New Orleans yeah. from the boot the Kardashian yeah. the Bardashian. You said you about to you want to battle her in Florida. Yes, yes. Yes, they was they were trying to set that up at one point, you know, scheduling in line right and, and stuff like that. So, but official is on my list because she is my favorite female battler. Mm. When I started watching Queen of the Ring, she is the one I watch all the time. She right. is number one for me, you know, just because I relate to her more than I do with anybody else. Okay. So if I feel like she's the top, she's the one I want to kill. So I can be at the top in my mm. mind. <laughs> Yo, listen, you know, official official ain't going. You know, she's yeah. <laughs> you got to earn that. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I know. Okay. I know. Okay. Listen, I'm I, 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 here to work it. Any of the intergender matchups. I this is where it gets interesting because you know, you got punch on a few of these guys too. What's up? Um, well, I'm gonna start with um, you know. In, in my process with the you know brick mm-hmm. by brick process mm-hmm. so right. you know we got we got you know will major mm-hmm. he, all listen he can talk a lot of crap him 
If you don't put that on the shirt and sell it, <laughs> you take pride in what? It's humbling niggas. <laughs> Yo, listen, listen, niggas that talk shit, I love better than them. Okay. Just so I can see their face after I smoke them. Mm. Okay. So, okay. I can dig yeah. it. I mean, so yeah. so the goals for Laji, right? Because because you still got the you you doing the music and stuff like that. You got the the visuals and all that, you know. Went on IG, IG's fire. You you doing your thing. What are the goals for you in this battle rap stuff and outside of it? Right, like you know, still is it going to be a conduit for you to kind of move outside of it, or is the goal to be on the max out? Um, my my goal is to be on the main stage for RBE. Mm. You know, I, I feel like this is home now, and so I want to you know, be at the top. You want to be at the top of the home. You know, you want to be the head of the household. If you at home, you want to be the head of the household. You know, mm-hmm. so that's is my that's what my goal is right now to do that for RBE to make uh my name on RBE. You know, so that's that's what I'm reaching for. All right, all right, and um, no interview would be complete if I did not play the game that we love to play up here. Call okay. underrated, overrated, fire, or trash. When I give you a noun, that's a person, place, or thing, and you tell me if it's overrated, underrated, fire, or trash. Okay, you ready? Yes. All right. Underrated, overrated, fire, or trash. Vixen the Assassin. Um, I'm going to go with overrated. Ooh, I, talk to me. I feel, I feel like Vixen is dope. But when I first started watching her, it it, it kind of like from now to when I first started watching her, it was a little bit different because I felt like she was trash when I first started watching oh, her. Okay. And she kind of like progressed over the years. You know, she had, you know, allegations here and there, but, I, you know, nothing proven. So I can't really, you know, say for that. But I feel like she's pretty dope now. Hmm. But, you know, compared to when I first started watching her, I was like, I don't really like her like that. And then yeah. where she's at now, I feel like she's getting a heavier push or a heavy, like more spotlight than what I feel like she deserves. But she's still dope. You know, she's still fire. You know, at the end of the day, if that's where you, uh, if that's where you at, salute to you. If people, somebody puts you together, regardless of the fame, if it's your talent or you know some you know somebody or whatever the case may be you there you there salute yeah. you but i just feel like she getting a little bit more you know light and you know the upper tier battles uh and i i just don't feel like that yeah you know that okay Un- underrated overrated fire or trash shuni <sighs> this, this this is hard for me because i like i really like shuni i really mm. do um but she just be messing up a lot. You, so yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. She messes up so much. So mm. I, I'm gonna say underrated, uh, just because I feel like she should be bigger than what she is. Mm. But I feel like that's more that's kind of her fault because mm. you know in, in the battles, the showcase that she put on a lot. You know when she's in that in those moments, 
to like actually actually capture the moment and say, "Hey, I'm here." She messes up. Right. So right. Um, I would say underrated because I do think she should be bigger than what she is, but I also feel like you know it's her fault. Florida, here we, I got one for you. Underrated, overrated, fire or trash? Rick Ross. Rick Ross, fire. <laughs> Trick Daddy still a man. Trick Daddy still a man. Trick Daddy still a man. Yeah, yeah. Wait, nah, so so all right, so it, the three for Florida: Trick Daddy, Ross, and Kodak. That's how. That's how the Florida. That's the the Florida yeah. tier. That's the, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. All right. Underrated, overrated, fire or trash? Remedy Loco. Um, he's he's kind of in between underrated and overrated, right? Mm. Um, because some of the, he's just so um different, right? And so you gotta actually like listen to him and like be entertained by him. If you can't get entertained by him, then it's not gonna resonate. It doesn't work, yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, that's that's trash. Like, so mm. <laughs> he got his own unique style, and if mm. you don't like that style, then he just trash to you. Mm. So, um, I just I I kind of feel like you know they kind of hyped him up a little bit, um, more than he need to be just because he had that unique style. Yeah. But then it's kind of like underrated because it's like, do y'all know this unique style? <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it's different. It's it's different. He kind of <laughs> like, brings you into you his world. Get like, to know this unique style, but uh-huh. don't overhype it. Type deal. It, 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 it's yeah, it's kind of in between for me. <laughs> okay, I, this is the last one I got. Shout out to my man Twiz. Um, underrated, overrated, fire or trash? My verse. Do not like my verse. Oh my god, I really feel like she's underrated. I don't like none of her rap. Even that, and she fought, she fought You said she, you think she trash? I don't like. I don't like what she be spitting. I. Oh shit. I don't like, and so I, to me that make her overrated. Because I really don't. I really don't be feeling what she. Even though her chat about her, I actually kind of felt like she actually had a little bit more she was on her she, she was on her shit in yeah. that battle. Yeah, a little bit was. more than what she knew to have so I kind of was feeling that one but for the most part um yeah overrated um but I'm gonna have to see her one day so oh yeah because you, you, you see how you see how twiz talking you see how twiz talking twiz one of the best cinematographers to ever do this you see how twiz talking yeah yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah all that smiling yep yep she go up there with them loose curls and talk to you. I don't do that. Uh-huh. Just saying. I'm just saying. But I will have to see her one. I will have to see her one day. You can put her on the list so I can smoke her and get her out of here so I can officially wear the, the queen pin, the queen of Florida. All queen right, not Florida. just the queen pin, but the queen of Florida. I can officially wear that once I get her out of here. So okay. you can add her to the list too. Okay, okay. We got my verse on the list, man. Shout out to verse too. You know what I mean? Um, Laji, I appreciate this. I appreciate the sync up. You know what I mean? I, I wanted to learn a little bit more about you as an artist, the kind of things that inspired you and what you were going toward. Um, before we, the last little question, before I give you the ISO and stuff, I just want to ask, like, for the new fans, right? For the people who haven't seen you, maybe watch this interview, 
have a little bit of interest. They want battles to go to. Give them three battles to go watch of yours to get a real example of what Laji is about. Um, Laji versus C three, Laji versus Adolf, mm. and uh, Laji versus um, who else? I want to say. I, uh, when Tato drop, make sure y'all go watch oh, yeah. Laji versus Tato because uh, that's going to be one of my top ones. But until then, <laughs> um, you can do Laji versus Eve. Okay. Okay. Shout out to that, man. Shout out to those battles as well. Make sure all the fans, make sure y'all y'all tune in and what she got going on. I'm going to give you the uh, ISO so you can tell the fans how to follow you. Any messages you want to deliver and things like that. It's your world. You can do what you want with it. All right. So it's on you. So one LA underscore G. That's one by underscore G on Instagram and Twitter. Um, make sure you go check out all platforms for my music. Um, that's uh live space G O T E. Uh, I'm on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, anything like that. My singles out, make sure y'all go stream those. That's good pussy, put it up, put it sexy, Holy. you know. Uh -oh. <laughs> and my uh website is coming soon. That's you know, the name of it. That was, yo, now okay, hold on, hold on. You got the merch. Show the merch. Show the merch. <laughs> Hood and sexy. Hood and sexy. Okay. okay well, website okay. coming soon. You can get your clothes. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. All right. All right. So we monopolize and we doing our thing. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you. Keep building your brand. You are welcomed up here. Win, lose, or draw. You know what I'm saying this yeah. is probably our first sync up of many. You know what I mean? I'm 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 outside, so I. I gonna have the chance to see you live again you know what i mean and i, I just i wish you the best and all that and all thank everything you. That you got going on all right thank you appreciate it Salute big time big thank time you. all right all right miami miami shout out to miami you know what i'm saying shout out to la g shout out to rbe the whole brick by brick the whole the whole roster you know what i mean shout out to y'all y'all doing y'all thing i am going to continue to do these types of sync ups right so you're going to have people that is working. You know what I'm saying? You got people that's that's maneuvering, doing their thing. I really think it's important to cover that, especially when we have a new, you know, a newer MC, you know what I mean? Out of the South that happens to be a lady as well. You know we're going to support that up here. You know what I'm saying? So big, big salute to y'all. Make sure you follow us at Black Compass uh, BCM. You know what I mean? And don't go anywhere because I'm trying to have a, a, a sit down with the mortician. Yeah, I know. Yesterday didn't happen the way we wanted it to. So we're going to try to get my boy up here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tink Demon. Delaware stand up, man. We're going to talk. But Tone Bro, Black Compass Media, follow us. You know what I'm saying? Follow Battle Rap. Shout out to y'all. Wash y'all hands. Hug y'all kids. We up out of here, y'all. Peace. <laughs>